the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. California Republican Kevin McCarthy is the presumptive next Speaker of the House. But Arizona's Andy Biggs told the Salem Radio Network he'd like to challenge him along with a few others. But you also have people like uh, Jim Jordan. You have a person like Mike Johnson of Louisiana. You have several other people. You You might even have somebody come forward. Maybe Steve Scalise says, well, it should be me. The GOP conference is set to meet January 3rd to vote on who they want in the Speaker's role. U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema announcing her intention this week to lead the Democrat Party. She says she has now made herself an independent correspondent. Mary Claire Jelonic reports it's a move that makes sense. She doesn't really fit into either party. She is, I think, maybe an independent in the truest sense of the word, which is she agrees with the Democrats some of the time and she agrees with the Republicans some of the time. Sinema says she's trying to get away from what she calls a broken partisan system. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt might see a crack in Iran. If Iran gives up on the job and Iran gets rid of the morality police, that's a crack in the regime there that has not cracked since 1979. All they normally do is kill people. So the the revolution, the counter-revolution is underway, and it's it's quite a moment in Iran. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot with your weather forecast. High of 35, cloudy all day today into your evening hours, low of 28. Into Sunday, partly sunny, high near 34. Escape Minnesota's winter chill. Kick back in the picturesque island of Barbados. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort out in Barbados. You can register once each day between now and January 31st. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good afternoon. My name is Mitch Berg. You probably know this. On the other hand, if you're new to this show, welcome. I'm glad to have you tune in. I, I, every once in a while, I meet people who say, oh, I didn't know there was a local conservative talk show on anywhere on, on your station. The only station I listen to. I say, well, yeah, yeah, there is. Saturdays from 1 to 3, I'm here. Sundays from 1 to 3, Brad Carlson. Saturdays, by the way, from 3 to 5, the new guy, Jack, uh, Jack Tomzak, is here uh, on the air right after me. So we've got four straight hours of solid red meat conservative talk today. Tomorrow, by the way, I'm in for Brad. Those of you who are Brad fans, that's fine. Be of good cheer. He'll be back uh, the following Sunday. 
You get to hear all sorts of Brad coming up here this next few weeks. Uh, he'll be taking one of my days in the near future here. So if you like a double shot of Brad, it's, it's going to be your lucky week sometime over the next two months. Where was I? Oh, yeah, King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, we, we give you eight solid hours of prime local conservative political talk, and in the case of King, economic talk, every weekend here on the Salem Family of Stations. And so if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, first of all, you can join me uh, by calling in at 651-289-4488 if you have questions, comments, uh, feedback on anything I'm talking about. If you happen to disagree with me, standing orders to G Money, the producer, is you get to go on first if there is a backup. And let's be honest, it's Saturday radio. There hardly ever is. But when there is, people who disagree with me get on first. If you're a DFLer, if you're a progressive, if you're an Arnie Carlson Republican or a supporter of Potemkin Republican Tom Horner, by the way, not only do you get on first, but I am so dying to talk to you. You have no idea how much I'd love to have a word with all of you. Anyway, that's what the show is about. If you've never heard us before, welcome. If you are a regular listener, welcome back. We're always glad to have all of you. And I'm, as we head down towards the end of the year, towards the most blessed and wonderful time of the year, if you are a believer up there with Easter, certainly, uh, this is this is a time when I truly give thanks for being able to be here every every weekend, two hours every weekend. I mean, I'd be more thankful if I were on, say, from, I don't know, five to eight weeknights for a reasonable amount of money. I'd be as thankful as could be for that. Trust me, I'd, I'd do that in a heartbeat. But, so if you know a sponsor or are a sponsor who's looking to feed the kitty for something like that, have your people call my people. We can work something out still and all. I am so profoundly thankful to be able to do this for two hours a week. I, I have hardly the words for it. I mean, oddly enough, for a talk radio host to not have words for some concept. Yes, that's the fact. Here I am, word-free, except to say thank you, universe, thank you, AM 1280, and thank you, audience, for making it worth everyone bringing it to you, uh, every, uh, bringing it to you every weekend for this past 18.75 years, heading towards our... 19th anniversary on the air, heading rapidly towards 20, which means I will have no excuse but to get that 10th anniversary party planned here at any rate. It's been a wonderful season, and if only, well, so many reasons. I mean, yeah, it was a bad election for Republicans in Minnesota. It was a disappointing one nationwide. It was, in some ways, a tragic election here in Minnesota. We'll talk about why over the course of today and tomorrow, quite frankly. But... There are gifts in the season. I mean, let's be honest, and I hate to say this because I know I know people out there who worked their fingers to the bone to get good Republicans elected. They had some had success, others not so much. Others came so tantalizingly close it hurt. I mean, I I know people on the uh, Jim Schultz and uh, the campaign, and on the Ryan. Uh, <laughs> What's Ryan, the state auditor candidate, uh, that campaign who came tantalizingly close to getting on the board and actually get, getting a, a statewide election on the board for the GOP this past. Ryan Wilson, thank you very much, uh, this past election. And I, I hate to say that what I'm about to say, I say with all due sensitivity for them, I mean, your 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 work is noted and appreciated. And believe me, I did my best to to pitch in as well. I did. But if there is an upside to DFL control here in Minnesota, 
is that I've got two years of guaranteed grade A prime number one material here. And boy, have they been delivering for the holidays. Uh, Just to start off with the appetizer, because boy, there is a Murray's Steakhouse feast of red meat material for conservative talk to bring to you, conservative talkers like Brad, Jack, and I, and King, to bring to you this coming week. But there's even an appetizer. Let's just say, while the steak is yet to come, we have an order of egg rolls. What, you're mixing egg rolls and steak? Just work with me here. It's my dinner, okay? Order of egg rolls to get you appetized for the Murray's Silver Butter Knife Steak. The Minnesota Department of Resources this past week issued a formal apology for, well, I'll let the press release explain it. Quote, this is from the the MINDOR, MNDOR, the MINDOR, the Department of Natural Resources. Quote, yesterday we sent out the latest issue of the Trailblazer newsletter with a theme of gratitude. Today I'm sharing with you our deep regret for unintentionally emitting whoopita, which is the code word. I, I try not to manga. I, I pronounce other languages with all respect I can muster. So the accent looks like it says whoopita. Uh, excuse me, back to the tra- uh, press release, which is the Dakota word for thank you. Uh, from what we had intended to be an inclusive message of thanks. This is from Ann Pierce, the director of the DFR, DNR's Park and Trails Division, who wrote in an email to people who follow these things on Friday. It, by the way, in addition to Dakota, the uh, newsletter does thank everyone in Ojibwa, Spanish, German, Italian, Somali, Hmong, Greek, and English. Greek. Now, I get Spanish, Somali, Hmong, and English. Those are predominant languages here in the state of Minnesota. German, I get, because there's an awful lot of Minnesotans who are second-generation German. There's still a few who speak it. Ojibwa, of course, because, well, it's, it's, it's a dominant ethnic group among pre-white, pre-Caucasian settlers. Greek? Greek. I mean, if you're going to put in Greek, why not Norwegian, Swedish, Finnish, Polish, Russian, or any of the other languages spoken much more predominantly in Minnesota than Greek? Nothing against the Greeks. I, I fully observe and celebrate the, the, the contribution of Greek Minnesotans. And, and I do that I do that at the St. Uh, George's church festival every August, one of my favorite uh, festivals of the summer. It's on Summit Avenue. It's a Greek Orthodox church. Their Greek party every summer is one of the highlights of the summer season for me and a a fair chunk of my friends and family. But there are at least as many people who speak Norwegian, talk, Swedish, talk, Finnish, kitty, Polish, Junkunia, Russian, Spasibo, or any uh, many other languages spoken much more predominantly in Minnesota than Dakota is, to say nothing of Greek. But in the spirit of the season, I guess I'll just say wopida, tak, kitty, jinkulia, spasibo, and thank you very much for <laughs> to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources for the bounty of material that you provide to me over the year, every year, on an ongoing basis for this last 18.75 years of doing this show. And 20, by the way, 0.8 years of doing my blog. So, yes, Minnesota uh, never ceases to provide both the appetizer 
of humor and the red meat feast of what on earth are they thinking? The word came out this past week from the Minnesota Department, the Minnesota Budget, uh, Minnesota Management Budget. It's called MMB. They do what they do about this time every year. They do it a couple times a year. They release their budget projections and project, uh, projections. And whoa, the news that they that, that that they issued this past Monday was one for the record books, literally, at least in their minds. And when I say minds, I mean the minds of bureaucrats and DFLers. Insert your own little bit of sarcasm there. I won't. I'm trying to take the high road in this holiday season, thankful as I am for the opportunity to be here. But I can't help but look at at the news that came out from Minnesota Management and Budget this past week and think of of, of the, the response that needs to be made to MMB, not just to MMB. I mean, they're doing their job. They're They're calling the numbers as they see them. And the numbers as they see them are that the Minnesota state uh, budget has a $17.6 billion surplus this year. Knowing what they know now, Minnesota has $17.6 billion more in the kitty than it needs to run its operations for the next two years. And I, I couldn't help but think, if if I were in a position to reply, not so much to Minnesota management and budget, but to those who responded to it, the governor, the lieutenant governor, the incoming speakers of the House and the and the Senate majority leader uh, in, in the Minnesota State Senate, the, the DFL trifecta, and Ken Martin, or the, the six of whom were jumping around like uh, little monkeys who got into Big Brother's pot stash for the first time. I don't know. Do monkeys eat marijuana? I have no idea. Uh, We talked about marijuana last week, by the way. The DFL is making big noise about how they're going to uh, legalize it. Maybe. Watch them, as I predicted. Actually, actually, we didn't talk about this as last week. We'll we'll come back to this. Because this is one of my predictions that I am making notes on the calendar for. Along with this current story. Because speaking for the peasantry of Minnesota... I would like to respond to the governor, the lieutenant governor, the Senate majority leader, the Speaker of the House, the House majority leader, and Ken Martin, the seven of them, on behalf of Minnesota's peasantry, in other words, the poor, ripe uh, ripe rubes who, who have to pay the bill, the people who actually pay the taxes in this state. I'd just like to point out, our paycheck is worse uh, worth 8% less than it was this time last year. The price of food and gas is way up. The price of rent is way, way, way up. The cost of borrowing has more than doubled. Schools are failing. Your government is blaming you for it, by the way, if you're a parent, and for everything else while we're at it. But don't trouble your little hearts, peasants, because you may suffer. Your government is doing just fine. A Minnesota-themed hour, AM 12A, The Patriot, go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. For women facing unplanned pregnancies, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the best first step in getting information, resources, and the support they need to make an informed choice. I'm talking with Bruce, a longtime supporter of RWC. Bruce, why do you and your wife continue to give? We love and appreciate what RWC offers women. Empowerment when they feel most vulnerable. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, RWC provides accurate information on all options so women can make the best choice. Our investments are fruitful and saving lives. Each week, an average of five women who are initially at risk will instead choose life. RWC is debt-free, receives no government funding, it's 100% donor-funded, and needs our help to reach even more women with life-affirming care and support. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org to help more women have the opportunity and support to choose life. Donate today at rwcinfo.org. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Here's what our payroll customer, Laura, thinks about us. Patriot Software and their amazing team are a crucial part of our business. They handle the details of payroll and tax payments, so we can focus on delivering exceptional customer service to our own clients. Patriot's payroll is affordable, easy to use, and it keeps us organized. They're receptive to their customers and strive to demonstrate that each day. Without a doubt, we will be using their payroll services for many years to come. Thank you, Patriot Software. Five stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, don't forget the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent, if you prefer, for all of next year. You can enter to win once a day between now and December 21st. That's another week and a half at am12athepatriot.com. Make sure you check in daily at our Freedom Fan Club page for a chance to score bonus entries. Think of all things you could do with that kind of money. You could take a long vacation, contribute to a college or private school fund, give to your mission, your nonprofit, your church, sponsor an afternoon drive talk show, or maybe put it towards that home reno you've been thinking about for all these years. It's up to you. Because this is money the government hasn't gotten yet. Fifth annual Christmas mortgage miracle going on right now. AM12Athepatriot.com. Get on the stick. You're burning daylight. So this is what we do. 651-289-4488. Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM1280 The Patriot. An all-Minnesota-themed hour, both musically and content-wise. Because... 
there is so much to talk about when it comes to the complete economic illiteracy. I think the term is innumeracy of Minnesota DFLers and the people who vote for them. Now, just to, to, to go back to the top of the topic here, this past week, uh, Minnesota's Department of Management and Budget, uh, Minnesota Management and Budget, MMB, came out with a forecast saying that Minnesota is $17.6 billion, quote, in the green, end quote. We have a surplus. And this causes people who think that government is in some way analogous to a for-profit business to jump jump up and down and, and jig around the place and, and click their heels together and, and act like this has been the most wonderful possible thing that could have happened. What has actually happened, and, and if you're a conservative listener, you probably know this. If you've spent your uh, the last 20 years listening to conservatives like myself, like Jason Lewis, like anyone who has the faintest bit of literacy about economics and how taxation actually works, you know that a surplus is not the same as a profit. You know what a profit is. Your business has had to spend $10 to uh, keep its operation running. You have gotten $12 in revenue. That's $2 in profit for you, the business owner, to you know live on, to focus on the future, to reinvest in your business. Now, a surplus, in a government sense, means that they've taxed you more than they planned or that your hard work has resulted in more revenue than they planned on getting, and so they grabbed more of it. Now, yet again, your paycheck is worth 8% less than it was last year. The dollar you got before Christmas of 2021 is worth 92 cents today. The quarter you spent, the, the quarter you tossed to decide where to go for lunch last year is worth 21 cents today. 20, 23 cents today. 23 cents. Got to work on my math here. On the phone. It's okay. Your, your, your dollar is shrinking, and it's not getting any better. I mean, the news came out yesterday from the uh, on, on NPR that the inflation rate has slowed a bit. It's down under in down from the low eights into the very low eights or upper seven percent. Oh yay! That means next year your dollar that you get today, well, the ninety two cents you get today, will be worth eighty five cents next year at this rate. In the meantime, the price of food and gas is way up. Your rent is going up a lot. I mean, we heard that this past week. The price of rents around the country is up by about a sixth in the past year. Considerably faster than the rate of inflation. Yes, indeed. The cost of borrowing has doubled and more. I mean, the 3% mortgage that you got last year is more like six and change today, which is a lot cheaper than the mortgage I first got when I bought my house in 1995. But it's way more than it was a year ago when I refinanced it. Two years ago? Two years ago when I refinanced it. Schools, by the way, are failing. And your government blames you for it and blames you for not, quote, fully funding the schools, which basically means they give you a number and you pay it and then they give you another number. But simple peasants, don't trouble your simple little hearts, because while you may be suffering, your government is doing just fine. The huge forecast, by the way, the Star Tribune was among the innumerate. Uh, the Star Tribune was gloating this past Monday. The massive forecast will shape early budget conversations as Democrats take complete control of government. 
Because while peasants like you and I come and go, state government is forever. Be still and know that government is eternal and that it will go on even if you, even if you pick up and move or otherwise go bankrupt. The government is doing just fine. Don't worry your little head. No, they're treating this like great news uh, the, the, because they are certain, as the DFL, I think, rightfully seems to know, that at least at the moment, a plurality of Minnesota voters just don't know much about logic or civics or critical thinking. And you know this because they're treating these this so-called $17 billion, and I quote, surplus, end quote, as a big win for progressive governance and proof of some divine mandate that what they're doing is right. I mean, Governor Klink tweeted it this past Monday. Past Monday? Yes, it was Monday. And I quote, Our state's historic surplus is proof that Minnesota's economy is strong and growing. One thing is clear. This is a result of the students, small businesses, and working families whose hard work made our economy one of the most resilient and diverse in the country. Well, he was half right. Uh, Minnesota's small businesses, working families, I don't know where you get students from. Students do, students contribute a limited amount to the tax base in this state, but fine, whatever. Small businesses and working families certainly did work very hard this past uh, two years and certainly did contribute more taxes to the state's coffers than the state had originally planned on two years ago. And certainly the economy is producing something that is is coughing up tax revenue that the state is vacuuming up like a, uh, I don't know, like, like, a, like a 1970s Studio 54 regular uh, going at the white powder in the back room. Of course, what it really is, this so-called surplus, is a combination of billions of dollars in federal COVID stimulus money, which, by the way, did not come down from heaven on unicorns in the form of gold coins in the back, uh, on little cedar chests on the back of said unicorns. It's federal COVID stimulus dollars that came from, well, in theory, taxpayers, really, it came from taxpayers in the future, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and future generations at this rate, because it's borrowed money. We're basically borrowing from the future to pump money into Minnesota's coffers today. Plus, in addition to the federal COVID money that hasn't been spent, it's the normal DFL overtaxation as the economy bounced back somewhat for now, uh, the, the overtaxation skimmed more of Minnesota's productive classes income and product and put it into the DFL's coffers. By the way, the receipts were driven up by inflation in the cost of the goods being taxed because as the cost of goods being taxed rises 8%, so do the tax receipts on those goods. So, Tax dollars are being inflated. I mean, what's 8% of $17 billion? That's about a billion and a half of that deficit is in the form of inflation. In other words, vapor. And by the way, all that taxation and inflation is going on over a similar pandemic surge in stimulus-swollen consumer spending, 
What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, those $600 checks that people were getting forever during the pandemic, people spent that money. People spent that money on stuff that got taxed. And that, which, by the way, contributed to inflation mightily, although you were being gaslit to believe otherwise by the crowd who says it's really corporate greed. Well, yeah, the corporate <laughs> corporate businesses, in other words, are definitely finding ways to get their share of that money. That's absolutely certain. That's what businesses do, get people to buy their products. And if there's more money out there for the same product, the prices will go up, hence the stimulus money to both businesses, to governments, and to consumers has been pumping money into an economy and people have been pumping, and governments and everyone else have been pumping this money into the economy for a limited supply of goods. You've heard about the supply chain shortage, right? Yes, I believe you have. Which means all, both both the economic activity and the tax receipts from that activity have been plumped up far beyond any rational reality. So, mark my words, and, and by the way, if you don't, I have marked them myself in, in the form of to-dos on my calendar on the first Mondays in December of 2024 and 2026. Here is my fearless prediction for this next uh, two to four years. The DFL will turn that 21.6, I'm sorry, that $17.6 billion in surplus into permanent spending. Almost every dime of it. I mean, the governor may send out his, quote, waltz checks. Yeah, those are back. (laughs) But uh, most of it will go into permanent spending. In other words, quote, fully funding education. And the economy will slow into recession. By the way, even the DFL's cheerleaders are, are even at the Min Post, which is basically a bespoke news outlet for the DFL. Uh, even the DFL, uh, even some of their observers are saying, yes, the economy is going to slow down. So without the COVID stimuli and without the economy and with the economy contracting, rather, the receipts will go back down to earth. And the state, mark my words, in 2026, this time in 2026, maybe, maybe probably 2024, this state will be looking at a multi-billion dollar deficit. This surplus will be not just erased, but turned into permanent spending that we will be on the hook for in for probably two years. We'll talk about this in two years, God willing. You can be sure about that. Northern Alliance, AM12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Help the Helpless, a Minneapolis-St. Paul nonprofit organization chaired by Father Altier and volunteers, is humbly asking for your kind support to help the poor and handicapped children in India and Ecuador. Through financial support from Help the Helpless benefactors, the children are provided with clothing, food, education, shelter, and teachings of the Catholic Church. The mission is to help children thrive and become self-sufficient young adults, leading productive lives. 
They are also providing aid to poor families in Ecuador with food baskets, medicines, medical assistance, and help with funeral needs for the deceased. The work in India is being done by St. Mary's Father Antony's organization. In Ecuador, the work is being done by the Servant Sisters of the Home of the Mother. To learn more, go to helpthehelpless.org. You'll be able to see the children and families that are in need of your help. You may also call 877-762-8857. The website, again, is helpthehelpless.org. That's helpthehelpless.org. Thank you, and may God bless you. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, should you care to join us, and I, I do hope you will. Hey, don't forget, you can go on an epic 10-day adventure you will remember for the rest of your lives and probably your children's lives as well. The Stand with Israel tour, joined by Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager, will be broadcasting live on the trip and making sure this is a memorable and special trip for you and, and maybe your whole family if you want to bring them along. Register today and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. This is going to be great. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. You can also join me on the hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on hashtag uh, on uh, Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, and Getter. So... It's an all-Minneapolis hour, music-wise, because it's an all—I should say Minneapolis and Minnesota hour, music-wise, because it's an all-Minnesota hour of Minnesota innumeracy, Minnesota economic illiteracy, Minnesota log-rolling, gaslighting, and wishful thinking about the economy. Again, Minnesota's uh, budget surplus, according to Minnesota Management Budget, is $17.6 billion dollars. For next year, for this next, uh, for the the current biennium right now, and the 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 DFL trifecta that just happens to be running the state right now is going to blitz past the fact that this quote surplus end quote is overtaxation based on billions of dollars in uh, federal COVID stimulus money that came from taxpayers nationwide, and from the usual DFL overtaxation of. Uh, overstimulated economic activity from government stimulus checks to individuals 
which went on for year for a long time and pumped a lot of money into the economy that isn't going there anymore. And the economic recovery from the recession that came about from the overreaction to the pandemic uh, certainly spurred some extra economic activity and certain uh, extra tax receipts. And so the 17 point and, and by the way, inflation plumped up the receipts as well. So the $17.6 billion, about a billion and a half was just inflation, nothing but. And the other $16.4 billion came from all of those other sources, not from just a plain old-fashioned healthy economy. I mean, it could be worse, but that $17.6 billion of surplus hot, hot and, th- uh, and, and humming along. So... It reminded me of something that I think a lot of Minnesotans today don't remember and and had no occasion to remember. Uh, Mark, one of my favorite quotes of recent years is Mark Twain, who, who said, uh, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And I've been finding these examples of history not repeating, but rhyming with itself. We talked about a few of these a couple of weeks ago, how the woke mob and the the left wing uh howling the the howling mob of left wing uh i don't know bunchkins is echoes the activities and the anger and the violence of their grandparents back in the late 1960s and early 1970s i mean hubert humphrey was attacked as if he was as if he was benito mussolini back from the grave by democrats this time 50, 55 years ago, as they were heading up to the uh, to, to to the nineteen sixty eight uh, Democratic convention, the nineteen sixty eight uh, Democratic uh, uh, nomination for president, where Hubert Humphrey ran after serving as Lyndon Johnson's vice president, the far left treated him as if he were no better than Richard Nixon, which, by the way, to them he wasn't. And, and today's ultra-left woke mob from Ilhan Omar and Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez to points left, Bernie Sanders and the like, and and the the woke mob in the Capitol and the woke violent mob outside the Capitol, the the anti-fa crowd that we're dealing with and and will no doubt be dealing with again at some point here, are really an echo, or should say a rhyme, of that particular part of the history of the American left. That's not the only one. I mean, if you're a Republican who is sick and tired of being referred to as a Nazi, well, you're not the first. And by the way, it's a, well, we'll be talking about that likely tomorrow on the show, if not uh, all week on shotinthedark.info. The, uh, if, if, you're, if you're a Republican or a conservative who is had about enough of being gaslit and called a Nazi, by people who actually much more closely resemble authori- tin, pot, tin pot authoritarians than any of us do, then you're not the first. Harry S. Truman in 1948, in the pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post, no less, very pointedly referred to his opponent, Republican John Dewey, as a Nazi or similar to a Nazi, which, by the way, was... At a time when people had actually spent the best years of their lives fighting the real thing, that was a pretty loaded, charged, redolent accusation. 
I mean, today, the term Nazi and the term fascist like it, uh, along with it have been reduced to near meaninglessness by the left, which is, by the way, something uh, if there's a linguistic afterlife, a rhetorical afterlife, an intellectual, an intellectual afterlife. Uh, anyone who contributes to the devaluation of those terms needs to spend some time in the nether regions of said afterlife. I'll just say that right. Not not the real metaphysical afterlife, the whole heaven and hell thing. Just if there's a, a little one for people to, I don't know, <laughs> it's consequences for the devaluation of terms that should have red, hot, inviolable meaning. Referring to someone who's not a Nazi by any reasonable uh, or even fantastic stretch of the imagination as a Nazi should be punished at least at least at some level in the great in the great beyond. But that's fine. I don't control that. Uh, Harry S. Truman referred to John Dewey as a as a Nazi or said he had was redolent of that. So this is a rhyme of current history. History today rhymes with with some of the history we've had before. And here in Minnesota, the, quote, debate, end quote, over the state budget rhymes with the past as well. And, and if you if you're old enough to remember the 1990s, Minnesota politics before Jesse Ventura. And, and by the way, we have an we have an entire generation right now. People who are people who voted for Jesse Ventura at age 20 are now 44 years old. You may be among them. If you were 18 years old and filled in your ballot for Jesse the Body Ventura in 1998, congratulations. Welcome to middle age. You're 42 years old this year. Right around there. If you were 25, <laughs> welcome to, to, to sitting on the brink of 50 years old. So the politics of the eight years before that are likely fairly opaque to you, very possibly, unless you were paying very close attention to politics in Minnesota in the early 1990s, or I should say the first three quarters of the 90s, 1991 to 1998. There's a whole generation of people out there who weren't paying much attention to it. And bear in mind, most people don't seriously pay attention and, and turn their critical faculties to, to politics until well into their 30s because most people's teenage and 20-something politics are just knee-jerk reactions to their parents, let's be honest. It certainly was for me. Uh, and, and either either acquiescence or, or rejection of their parents' politics, one way or the other. Either way, it's an adolescent reaction, kind of like when I was a Democrat. It, not like I put critical thought into it. Anyway, so if you are old enough to remember the Arnie Carlson administration, that was almost 30 years ago, which means if you if you were paying a significant part of your income in government taxes to the state of Minnesota, you were probably entering your prime income earning years. So let's say you turned 30 in 1994 and was finally working at a good job and were finally starting to notice how much Minnesota tax withholding was taking out of your check. If you were 32 in 1994, uh, 30 years old, I should say, in 1994, well, by golly, you're 57 today. And if you're less than 57 years old, you probably have very little perspective on how much money, uh, what was happening with the Minnesota budget, how much money it was taking out of your life back then. Let me spell it out for you. From 1990 to 1998, when, quote, Republican, end quote, Arnie Carlson, he was a 
by the way, an independent Republican, which is what the Minnesota Republican Party was from, I think, 1974 to, I think, 2002. They basically withdrew from the National Republican Party after Watergate and impaneled a much more moderate version uh, by the standards of the 1970s uh, of the Republican Party, which gave you people like David Durenberger, Tom Horner, and Arnie Carlson, who, by the way, has never voted for a Republican since he left office 34, no, I'm sorry, 24 years ago, 24 years ago. He was elected, by the way, 29 years ago. And during his time in office, by the way, this as a Republican, an independent Republican, he had eight years of surpluses. Now, surpluses in the 1990s happened to a great extent because government was the economy was humming right along. Thank you, Ronald Reagan, by the way, because the economy was humming right along due to the peace dividend, which happened due to the collapse of the Soviet Union, for which Ronald Reagan was disproportionately responsible. You're welcome, Democrats. At any rate, at this point in history, we had a 10-year stretch from the fall of the Berlin Wall to 9-11, where we didn't really have a lot to worry about. And a Republican Congress, starting in 1994 forced uh, Bill Clinton to abandon some of his more crazy progressive spending and actually forced him to triangulate to the right. So he governed to the right financially more conservatively than George H.W. Bush and more conservatively than George W. Bush. And so the economy switched to puree and the revenue came pouring in and Minnesota got budget surpluses every single year of the Arnie Carlson administration here in Minnesota. And what happened then is one of those historical rhymes I suspect we're going to be seeing for at least this next two years. God help us, maybe more. More about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Kowarski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Pro-Life Across America, the people. 
Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wine spirits, beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. Bring more joy to your world when you find what you love and love what you find. Always lowest prices at Total Wine and more. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, we're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados by Boy Vio and Eric the Travel Guy. Providing this incredible getaway for you and a guest. You can register daily between now and December 31st for your chance to win this sunny vacation. Details at am12athepatriot.com. So, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, by the way, I, I announced earlier that John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly will be joining us later today. It's actually next week, so uh, calendar uh, corrected. Thank you, John. We'll be looking forward to John with uh, some news from the LEA and perhaps a special surprise. We shall see uh, coming up next week here on the show. Perhaps other guests as well. We we will see. I'll be by, back tomorrow filling in for Brad Carlson, by the way. So. Uh, history rhymes, as Mark Twain said. It doesn't repeat, but it does rhyme. And we're getting an echo of that rhyme this uh, year, this <laughs> right now here in Minnesota. Or at least I predict we will. And here's the point. Uh, Arnie Carlson governed for eight years. He's generally re- regarded as a successful governor. But, of course, the economy nationwide and the economy in Minnesota was the strongest that it has been in quite some time. And maybe the strongest it'll be in quite some time. Because we had no, uh, we had we we still didn't have all the competition we have today. We got rid of our main military competition when the Soviet Union fell, and we got rid of our worst compet- competitor of all, progressive spending. When the G- Gingrich Revolution took over in 1994 and forced Bill Clinton to govern like a conservative, especially on fiscal matters, so the economy went crazy. All of that military production came over to civilian uses. All of that technology that had been developed to fight the Cold War suddenly started winding up in your pocket, in your cell phone, on your desktop, on your computer. Suddenly all this micro-miniaturization that allowed uh, a sonar on a submarine to classify an enemy ship 100 miles away 
is suddenly responding when you go, hey, Siri, that didn't happen in the 90s, but we started down that path. And the economy reacted appropriately. It exploded. And so did tax receipts. And every year of Arnie Carlson's administration, he had a surplus, which meant the economy grew faster than government's ability to slurp up what it needed. And every year, Arnie Carlson and a very compliant DFL-led legislature obliged by taking this surplus and turning it all into permanent spending. Which is exactly like you, if you get a new credit card in the mail and you go out and buy a car with it. Suddenly you got a car payment. You put a down payment on a car with it. doesn't matter. You still got to pay for it. It's just that it's permanent spending now. You don't go out and 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 hang on to that extra money you don't you don't avoid spending it you go out and spend it all which means you got to pay for it and then if you imagine you get yourself a a, a card with a $10,000 limit and you go out and buy $10,000 worth of stuff cuz hey we got a credit card and you lose your job and the bills don't stop what do you have you have a deficit and that's exactly what happened to the state of Minnesota when recession finally caught up with Minnesota after the uh, 9-11 attacks, all of that permanent spending was permanent. We had to keep paying it. We committed to it under the Carlson administration. It slowed down a little during the Ventura administration, but that was a flash in the pan. And when the and, and by the way, the economy stayed hot during the Ventura administration, so actually things went relatively better then, although... There was still plenty of new spending. Uh, the, the, instead of turning all of the surplus into permanent spending, it was more like a third, maybe a little more, because of course Jesse Ventura had to run to Roger Moe, the DFL head of of the uh, the head of the DFL in the Senate, to actually have legislators to, to push his his policies. And so all I mean, the Minnesota state budget doubled over the course of those eight years while Arnie Carlson was in office. The gross state product did not double. Your income did not double. The power of the economy did not double. The productivity of the state did not double. But the budget did because all of that extra money, the pennies from heaven, got turned into long-term commitments. And my fearless prediction is that's exactly what's going to happen. I have a note. I have notes for the first Monday in December of 2024 and 2026 to follow up on my prediction that we will have a budget deficit by then. As the economy slows down, as all those stimuli go away, and as consumers stop spending because nobody's paying them $600 a month to stay at home we'll, uh, or to do what they keep on doing, things are going to change drastically. We'll see if I'm wrong. God willing, in two years we'll talk about it. Let's go to the phone. St. Paul, Mike, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch. Um, I didn't want to slow your roll on the Minnesota subject, but you were hitting the two that two topics that have been in my wheelhouse lately. Number one, that inflation number, 7 percent, 8 percent. Now, are you aware that they changed the calculation on that years ago? Yep. 
Yep, and I'm also okay. aware so, that, that that's the, yeah. the overall inflation rate. When you start talking about inflation for working class people who spend most of their money on food, rent, and gas, it's more like 11 or 12% and has been for quite some time. Absolutely. Yes, and a 10-year-old can go in the store and realize <laughs> what's that's going right. on here. Absolutely. Uh, secondly, um, and if you've got to go over the top of the hour to uh, contemplate this, I really want to get your insight. Sure. I've now come to the opinion that the Republican Party is not just incompetent, but I do believe now they are complicit in the ruination of their brand. And I don't know if you saw the uh, listing of the national races, the difference in spending between the Democrat and the Republicans was monstrous. I'm, I'm talking about in the national races. Yep. Not There wasn't one where the Republican overspent. Nope. And a guy like J.D. Vance, who did win, he was outspent by millions of dollars. Donald so, Trump was outspent what? by three to one yes. in 2016. Absolutely. That is a that is a long-term problem. And by the way, we're, we're going to have to go uh, uh, cut to a break here. Thank you for your call, Mike. I will address that. Absolutely. In terms of complicitness, there's an interesting – I was thinking about that because – one of the accusations that gets thrown at the Minnesota Republican Party is it's basically been a make-work uh, program for consultants for some time here. And it reminded me of an article that I read probably 15 years ago uh, before the Cubs won the World Series a few years ago. Who, it, it kind of did a sports conspiracy theory that the uh, Tribune uh, organization, which ran the Cubs, actually was – it was in their interest financially to keep the Cubs in the middle of the standings because winning a World Series costs too much. And being a perennial loser, you wind up getting your team moved. But so it was, there, there's a lot of money to be made having a place like Wrigley Field and being in the middle of the standings, just keeping the money coming in. And so, yeah, winning would be a commitment. Winning would be a lot of work. But, boy, a lot of consultants put away an awful lot of paychecks uh, coming in just right behind. <laughs> we'll go, come back to more of that in a moment here. Thanks for tuning in. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Yes, the sounds of Christmas. The Salvation Army bell ringing. Now hear this. Bell ringing for the Salvation Army has fallen way short. Be the hero. Register to ring at a red kettle today at SalvationArmyNorth.org slash kettle. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year. Help police by not escalating. Address any complaints after the encounter. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. 
It's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel October of 2023 with the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. It's a trip of a lifetime, a real bucket list trip. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations. We'll broadcast our radio shows from Israel as well. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Come with us in 2023. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Join us. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. AM 1280. The three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.